morning, Cam. Morning, Grant. 2nd of March. It is. Don't need to post it now. Kind of into the rhythm of the dates, <laughs> yeah. learning quick, which is good. Um, we're a bit, we're, we're a bit, we're realising we're getting a bit old this morning, aren't we? Oh, I don't know about Older. Yeah. Older. Oh, yeah. Well, I think the phrase, we're not teenagers anymore. It's kind of the same. Not as bendy as we used to be. No, so we, we are uh, feeling our bumps and bruises from yesterday's whitewater rafting, which and, a, and some unfortunate sunburn as well, which was a really rookie mistake because we didn't realise how hot it would be. That's fine. That's good. So it's a Friday. We've had a big week and uh, a very enjoyable week, and we've just been chatting about our new adventures that we're going to be having in, in April, which will involve uh, flying foxes, tree climbing, and other woodland-based adventures. Yeah. So that'll be really fun. Um, I'm getting my gorilla suit this weekend. I can't wait. What's that about? Well... <laughs> Oh, you're going into guerrilla marketing, we're, we're aren't you? All, we're all going wearing gorilla suits, aren't we? That's like what I thought we'd agree that, on. That's, that's, the, uh, that's the memorandum that we've put out. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've seen anyone that got that memo. Is that yeah. what you're trying to tell me? Well, you said you had a passion for guerrilla marketing, <laughs> so you. we felt that, you know, if you were going to do guerrilla marketing, you have to do it properly. Okay. Mm. Uh, any thoughts to finish off the week, Cam? Um, actually... <laughs> <laughs> There's lots. That's the sound of Cam delaying. <laughs> no. What have you learned this week? Let's start with that. We, we're, always, we're always having these bloody brilliant conversations and doing stuff, and good old Paul's always pushing us to challenge ourselves. So what have you learned this week? Have you learned anything this week? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I learn something every day. And oh, uh, come learn. on. That's a cop-out. Well, well, you know, I learn, I learn when I'm at work. I learn when I'm at home. My kids teach me a hell of a lot <laughs> uh, about myself, and you know, you take we take a lot of things for granted, especially you know you, sometimes you get home from work and you you're tired and the kids are jumping all over you, and you know I I absolutely love it. I get off on that stuff, um, but it can be taken for granted. And you know we come into work every day, and we do our thing, and I you know I I really love enjoy doing it and I don't th- I think it's like yesterday I you t- take it for granted that the people you work with um, are really awesome people and it's you know it took well I, I not that I don't think you're an awesome person every day Grant uh, I see where this but, is going uh, <laughs> if you um, you know it's not until you sort of step out of a particular environment and get in and everyone sort of I don't know what de-stresses um, we're just oh, it was a neutral getting into a yeah neutral environment, and we're getting into a, a totally different headspace than the work stuff. Um, and it does, you know, the the fun we had yesterday was was so awesome, and I think it's you know you've got to be with the right people on the on the same wavelength to uh, appreciate that. We I mean we had a random guy in our <laughs> in our boat, and he wasn't quite on the same wavelength. He was a nice guy. He was a sweet guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know you've. You just take a step back and you go, hey, you know, I'm working with some really awesome people here, and I really appreciate their company and I appreciate their sense of humour and, you know, they they want the same out of life as what I want out of life. And sometimes I think you've got to make time to step away from whatever you're doing and just take a good look at the people that you are hanging around with and and what you are doing. And hey, look, this is either really awesome, which is what I'm, you know, what I've noticed, or you know, go. This is really not awesome. <laughs> I need to do something about this. Yeah. 
That's in good insight, and I felt the same as like you know I, I knew I knew that I was personally really happy with our environment and and the people we have in our family now. Um, yeah, once again, that was a bit of a given. I think we kind of see, every day we laugh and every day we work hard and every day we nearly every day we stand back and look at our office and it's it's just such a silly thing, eh? Like since we moved in here, we got this is cool that every really day, is, yeah. and um, and I think yesterday for everyone was a culmination of realizing that you know um, work and life um, don't have to be different things. Like some people talk about the work-life balance. <laughs> Where it's you know there's a lot of grey area. Most of it's grey area in between. Where there's a cross, well there should be yeah. crossover. If you're a totally different person at home than you are at work, well there's a bit of false <laughs> something going on somewhere else. You shouldn't feel forced to be a different person in a different space. I was watching a video that Kirsten Taylor tagged me in this morning. As I think it was an English guy, <clears throat> don't know him, had a re- really good video about. Um, the purpose of life and all this like and look it's a very complex matter and there's lots of varying opinions and you know and it's something we talked a lot about yesterday and in fact we do talk a lot about because you know well the, the work we do happens to be around brand and marketing and stuff a lot of it we have to be conscious about is that it does affect people whether you you know you um encourage them to buy something, do something, change a state, change a habit. And more and more in our business, it's actually the people that we are working with. Um, and the the guy was talking about how, um, the, I suppose they used to call it the rat race. I don't know what they, you would call it anymore. But the rat race of you're sat on the motorway in a car, that you're sat in traffic, miserable, to a job to pay for the car that you can't afford. And, and it was a, the really interesting, this kind of funny, I guess it's a, a almost a habit, I guess it is a habit loop that we don't understand. And it's, it was, it. he mentioned the prisons that we don't know we're in. And, and I think my comment is unfortunately that many people don't hear the words that this guy's saying. And he quotes the Dalai Lama and once again, everyone's their own, you know, Paul's a huge follower of the, the teachings, I think the te- what do you say it's teachings of the Dalai Lama, the philosophies, the philosophies, yeah, yeah. and um, and it's something I've grown to love more and more, and so you know everyone has their um, their script that they they, they want to play to, but it was interesting that the the work clothes, the work attitude, the work person has for so long been different to the person. It's like we put on a, a mask. And I was like, I was laughing this morning and I'm getting worse and worse at this is that I remember when I started the business, you know, I had I had nice trousers on and I had a shirt. And that lasted about three days. So I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. This is not me because by just putting them on, I felt uncomfortable. And I'm not adverse to wearing trousers and a shirt, you know, you know, that's nice. It's nice to actually really, you know, not look like a scruffy shit. <laughs> But it, I realized very quickly that wasn't me. And then like this morning, you know, I, I was like, what have I got on today? So I'm always thinking, oh, what have I got on today? What character, you know, do you have to play? And we've got a, another podcast this morning on Find the, da- the Gaps with the awesome Matt Wiley from Customer Radar. And I was like, it wasn't a disrespect thing, but it's like, oh, it's Matt, he's cool, he's chilled. He's not going to judge me because of what I'm wearing. So I'm like, I've got shorts and a shirt. And I'm like, you know, do we dress 
to impress or do we dress to be comfortable and that people should just accept us for what we are? And I think, you know, if you look at, there are many um, jobs and careers that there is a perception of what you wear and how you present yourself dictates the outcome, you know, or the perception of the outcome. And um, I find that really funny. Like even yesterday, Paul, you know, I rarely see him in anything but a suit. He's a lawyer, yada, 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 you know. That's how it works, and uh, and he turns up. I think it was in a Green Day shirt and his, you know, his gear, and it's fantastic because, you know, for me it's the Paul I know, whether he's wearing a suit or not. Um, but it, he's the same person, exactly the same. He waffles on about Buddha and all this kind of stuff, like he always does, which is all very insightful. But I find it interesting in that, like, even for us, the environment we have now, I don't think anything about what we're wearing. I used to have a bit of a thing about it, going, oh, oh we've got a meeting today, we've got to be tidy. Even you, when you when you came, you brought, you know, a shirt and a shirt and you had a jacket. And then this poor, poor Cam, we'd be going to meetings, he'd be like, oh, I'm a bit hot today. Leave the damn jacket at home. Leave, lose a couple of kg. No, no, don't be stupid. Um, leave the jacket. And I think it's all part of it. I think it's, it's the one percenters, it's the half percenters that actually get you closer to the bridge between... Um, life well it's all the same life is all life whether it's in work or out it's all the same but you know when you transition from being at home with your family into the workplace the closer we can build those links the more natural it all feels and uh, Amy my wife and she also works in the business yesterday it came out with a really good um, um, observation in that when the business and my purpose wasn't quite aligned she she identified that the business and life were two completely separate things and it wasn't working. Whereas she said, now they're so integrated and that that I'm a lot happier, I'm a lot more focused, a lot more purposeful. But this isn't about working at home or doing more at home. I don't work at home anymore. I don't think, I don't remember the last time I worked. I might check a few emails and that. And I don't work late at night. So for me, like the home life, well, I might be thinking about business or I might be making a call or whatever. They, I've, I've managed to separate them appropriately so the work stuff breathes properly and the home stuff breathes properly, but they're all kind of one and the same. Does that make sense? It does, and I think too, I think, you know, you're at home doing stuff that you love <clears throat> and you're also at work doing stuff that you love. A it happens to be different stuff. Yeah, a lot of people are at home doing stuff they love and at work doing stuff they can't stand. Yeah. And that's the problem. I think there was a statistic I heard recently on, I think, Joe Rogan's show. And I'm shocking with remembering numbers, so I apologise. But there was something like there was only 13% of people surveyed in America. And from what I gather, it was a huge survey. Um, so it was a good sampling that only 13% of people regarded the work that they did as fulfilling and they enjoyed it. 13%. So you've got 87% of miserable fuckers at work unfulfilled. Now you look at the economic um, impact of that, but not only that, and they went on to talk about the uh, mental um, illness that is coming out of and will continue to come out of that level of um, unfulfillment in the workplace is astronomical. It really is. And, and incredibly sad. I was blown away by those statistics. That's a that's a lot of time out of someone out of a lifetime to be a miserable. And as far as you know, 
It doesn't matter what people can tell it. As far as we know for sure, <laughs> this is it. Why? Oh, that's uh, we can't get into that today, Cam. That's no, no, a big no, question. <laughs> we'll leave that one to Paul. over it over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back to on Monday if there is life after death. Uh, what it is, I mean, they talk about it in terms of it's a, the majority, or a high percentage of your day, obviously bearing in mind sleep, etc., etc. Um, but now you've said it like that, a majority of your life is working in some way to pay for the life that you want to lead. Yeah. Now imagine spending a life doing something that sucks. And I can't imagine possibly that. being stressed out because whatever you're doing isn't quite enough to pay for the life that you want, or even the bills. Yeah, I mean, it's no, the survival. That's an extra stress on top. Yeah. So it's really, you know, it's hard yakka for a lot of people. I mean, and look, I don't think we're talking about, you know, like we were joking yesterday as we were about to go over the waterfall about the um, uh, the Euro Disney song, It's a Small World Now, which is kind of hypnotic and strange. Um, and how are you kind of on that roundabout? But we're not talking about this happy, clappy cartoon kind of life that's so not what this is about. It's about, I mean, Paul's studying Stoicism at the moment. And I strangely have a book about this, which I'm about to get into soon, in that life is not supposed to be a bunch of happy, clappy, everything's perfect, everything's wonderful. It's not, like that's not the reality. Life is about the good, the bad, the ugly, all mixed in together, and that your benchmark and your capacity to deal with whatever's in front of you, both good and bad, raises. So every day, your capacity to deal with whatever life throws at you, just, you know, whether you get thicker skin or you get mental strength from it, it's not supposed to be, oh, I've won the lotto every day, I've got the, this, the, that, everything's easy, life isn't supposed to be easy. What we're talking about is finding something that when you get up in the morning, and it's such a cliche, but it's so true, get up in the morning, bounce out of bed, and still want to go and do what you want to do. Like, we're all a bit banged up and a bit sore from yesterday, but I'd like to think we all got out of bed today going, cool, whatever, you know, we're into it. Like, I was driving in, and I love coming to the office. I, I just I just think it's a cool environment. And But at the same time, I'm going, God, I've really got a, a lot to achieve today, and then I'm in a, an event on Monday. So, so there is, but so it's about going, well, not panic about it. Go, okay, so let's work out what's most important, work through that. But I'm going to an environment where, you know, it's not stressful and stuff. So I think for me, another takeaway of yesterday is it was just fun. It, there, wasn't, there wasn't a moment where I go, oh, God, I've got to spend a day with these people. You know, all that stuff, you know. <laughs> I should hope not. Yeah, maybe next time. <laughs> but I think that's empowering because we all come in today having had this joint experience. And I got home last night and Amy was like, what a great day. Like we were buzzing from it because it was just a cool thing and we got to all share the cool thing. There's nothing more or less about it, really. It's just a cool thing. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't contrived and it wasn't over-engineered. But then we found it was our thing. It was. That and was just our thing, and it might not work for other people. Um, and, you know, picking up on something, you know, that we've been talking about recently, and uh, you did mention it yesterday on social, that, we, you know, we're looking in the process of guess getting a another family member on board not mm -hmm. just a team member but a family member because yeah we do consider ourselves a family and you've got to be a pretty special kind of person to fit in with the rest of us 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's some subplots of that. We're all very special, believe, yeah. <laughs> believe me. Um, but, you know, we, we've got to take all of this, what we have as you know, the, the family experiences that we go through and um, the, the relationships that we have, we've got to take a lot of that into consideration when we're looking at it. It's not, we're going to look for people, obviously, that have got skills, but um, you know, skills can always be trained up, whereas a personality, an ill-fitting personality, is, can never really be fixed. So. Well, when you consider that pretty much everything that you pretty much you believe in and how you'll lead a life is formed by the age of six, they reckon. You know, a lot of the the imprinting is done by six. So, you know, to bring on a team member, family member, just on skills is a huge mistake. Definitely. Because you know. If you're going to spend seven, eight hours a day, whatever it is, you're going to be dealing with good situations, bad situations. You know, they are, they do, I mean, we joke about it, we call in that family, but they do become a family member. You probably spend more time with me than your wife. Now we can talk about that another time, but, but we've, got to, we've got to realize that's the absolute reality. So why would you have someone around you for seven, eight hours a day, five days a week, that you don't like or you don't want to be around like why not make it an enjoyable experience so therefore you bring people into your family like we can choose our family in it's this okay. circumstance so why not choose the right family member because in life there's always family members that are a challenge um, and actually see how you can add create the best version of them or help them create the best version of them so I guess have we officially does that mean we're officially announcing that we're impl we're hiring? Well, I thought you'd already done it. <laughs> oh, I was being gentle about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. There we go. So we are hiring, uh, or, or we are recruiting family members in a non-cult-like way. Um, so we would uh, we're excited about this. I think um, we know what we're trying to achieve now, and I think you know anyone coming in. We'll, we'll find a place that's full of um, nurturing and caring and love and challenge and all the rest of it. It's not just a workplace, it's um, it's something that we believe in. And it happens to be a business, and, and that's because we think business is the way you change the world for the better. Um, there are obviously, like anything in life, there are some <laughs> businesses that don't change the world for the better, but that's life, that's not our problem. We can only focus on what we do. So look out for the... Uh, the information and um, reality is is if you're listening to us each day and you enjoy what we're saying maybe we're talking to you about becoming a new family member who knows so good week good really week. good week, Great week yeah. yeah and um, remember it doesn't just happen you got to work at it you got to put it put the ducks in a row and, and, and work hard at creating a great environment so um, if you're a business owner listening and you're not and I'm speaking from personal experience, and you're not having fun in your business, maybe give yourself some time, step out, and work out what fun looks like because you're spending a huge amount of physical and mental time on this stuff. May as well make it fun. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Another week done. And we will be introducing a new collaboration, I think, next week with a, a company that we're a huge fan of. Um, into the podcast um, more will be revealed once it's all locked down stay tuned stay tuned
Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. Have a good week. And um, go kick ass. See ya.